Welcome back, listener. Thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of Nerd Nostalgia, you're going to find Irvin delivering some nerd news of the month. That's right, baby. It's been a full month. Let's get into it. But before we do, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us, help us grow this audience. We really do love bringing this content out to you guys. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vor! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, nerds of all ages. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. We are here, we are live this morning, evening or afternoon, whatever it may be for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for picking to be here with me on this beautiful morning. It's me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, Irvin, bringing you some nerd news this month, baby. It's been a full month. Let's get into it. We got quite a bit to dive into, and I think I'm not even going to be able to cover it all. If you want to see all the nerd news, head over to our page, nerd.nostalgia, on the old Instagram and kind of scroll around and you'll be able to see what's going on. Some funny memes on there, DM us on there, comment, like, all that jazz. But, as I said, let's jump into it. So, the first thing I want to talk about is going to be the Echo Show. They shared a still with us of none other than Maya Lopez, Echo, sitting at a train station maybe on some tracks. I really don't know, but just kind of in a pensive thought, mindset, process, I'm not sure. So, she's just sitting and chilling. I've also been seeing some rumors that the Netflix universe, the Daredevil-verse, whatever you want to call it, that Kingpin should be reprising his role again. So hopefully we do see Vincent D'Onofrio again, that because he is he's he is kingpin. Let's be real; they they found the perfect kingpin in him, and I think they uh, they need to milk him a little bit more. I'm not gonna lie to you; that sounds weird. That sounds super weird. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, right? We need more of him because he does an absolute phenomenal job as portraying kingpin. And kind of keeping up with this Disney theme here, real quick. We had a trailer premiere of She-Hulk. I'm curious to know what you guys think about this. Uh, It looks good to me. It looks a little bit more lighthearted. They're obviously targeting the younger crowd as they should. You know, that whole longevity thing. But I, I had some mixed reviews from folks. I saw some people in my chats that were saying, no, I'm, I'm not on board with this. It should have been CGI'd. Uh, it should not have been CGI'd. So it's funny that the Marvel fans are turning into Star Wars fans and, and no hate to either one. But it's you can't you can't please everybody. You have some that are like, oh, no, it's too much CGI. And then others that they should just do no CGI. So it's just like, come on, guys, like just enjoy it. It's all fake. Like, just enjoy it. It's like pizza. Even bad pizza is still pizza, man. But I digress. I do think that show's going to be good. Basically, off the fact that people also were not happy with Miss Marvel. And so far, everybody seems to be loving it. So, we shall see. And speaking of trailers, we had an epic debut of the Thor trailer. We've actually had two. Recently, one came out the other day. Shorter clip, but shorter clip, but showed some new stuff. And, of course, we saw our man, Chris Hemsworth, absolutely jacked. We saw the Olympians. We saw Gore the God Butcher. Did we see the Necro Sword? I'm actually pretty excited for that. Supposedly, Feige is saying that we will see the direction that Marvel is heading in for this next phase as we're ending and rounding out uh, Phase 4 here. So, we shall see Phase 5 
what uh, what that entails. I'm excited to uh, to really get into you know the Fantastic Four, X Men, and then the future there. I think just so happens that they didn't have those properties before, and because they're such solid properties with such a huge fan base, I think they're going to do really well and do it justice. So it's just a matter of pivoting into that. I think the Avengers are going to be taking a back seat where the X-Men and the Fantastic Four are going to be more in the limelight, the leaders, if you will. And of course, they're probably going to do that 2015 Hickman run where incursions and universes collapsing on each other and all that. I think they're going to do a take of that. So it's uh, super interesting to see if that's what they're going to go with. If we're going to get God Emperor Doom, if God Emperor Doom is going to go off of my theory and he's trying to prevent you know, the destruction of the worlds and specifically maybe Galactus being that world destroyer and him creating some type of engine that fuses everything in his image and blah, blah, blah. So go read the 2015 Hickman run if you haven't. Secret Wars 2015, John Hickman. But I digress. To no surprise though, you should know that Marvel is crushing the game. And of course, they actually just signed a 20-year deal to use Stan Lee's likeness. So what that means is they came to an agreement with the estate. The estate said, you guys get them for the next 20 years. You can renew the contract in 20 years, basically. But we're going to see him in movies and animation and all that kind of stuff. So I'm curious to see how they're going to honor him going forward. Are we going to get a CGI version of him in some of the movies and shows? Um, are they going to let him rest? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious how they're going to do that, but I think it's cool that they were able to keep his likeness and that they'll be basically be able to use it across all the different platforms. And shifting gears real quick, we're going to shift into the anime world. We had some really huge news in the anime world. We had Yoshihiro Togashi announcing that he is drawing new episodes for Hunter x Hunter. Hunter Hunter. One of the absolute fan favorite animes that exists out there. Very huge fan base, including myself, in it. But he created a Twitter account just to tease that he's drawing for it again. He's so far created four new episodes for the manga. So eventually that means we'll get some for anime out there. So I, it's, it's exciting regardless. I know uh, we're probably still a year and a half to two years out before we see it on anime. But that's exciting because he has taken a, a long hiatus and people have been wanting this show to be complete for a while now. So exciting, exciting news. And on that kind of nerd stuff, it was a good week to be a nerd when we had Stranger Four or Stranger Things Season 4 debut. We had the Obi-Wan show, which is great if you're not watching. And then we had Top Gun all come out in the same week. And that was just an absolutely epic week to be a nerd. And man, all three of those were were killers. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, switching over to DC a little bit here, we had our first look at Zolo Maridueña's Jaime Reyes in the Blue Beetle movie, and they went with an accurate, accurate portrayal of the Blue Beetle costume, and it looks absolutely gnarly. I'm excited to see how it is. He's jacked himself. He's filling in that suit pretty well. And if you don't know who that is, that's Miguel from the Karate Kid. So it's exciting to see him get some more roles and stuff. And as a Latin man myself, I'm pretty excited to see more of a representation of the Hispanic culture out there. So I'm glad that DC went with Jaime Reyes and that they're going to be able to introduce the uh, the Hispanic characters out there. Uh, Marvel has kind of been slacking in that department. I think they're about to have an uptick. I think Submariner is going to end up being some type of Hispanic um, I think they're switching up the, the origin story a little bit there. 
Uh, but yeah, definitely slacking on the uh, on the Hispanic portrayal. I'm hoping they give us a white tiger as well. That would be pretty dope, but I digress. Now, while Marvel is lacking on the Hispanic representation, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, which technically is still Disney, is not. We have our official trailer of Andor, which is based on Cassie and Andor, and that's going to debut August 31st. So let me know in the comments what you thought about that show. It I, I'm, I'm on board for it. Uh, I'm very excited. It looks more espionage It doesn't look quite... It looks like Star Wars, but uh, like a slightly different spin to it. So I'm excited to see how they actually do that. And truth be told, I'm, I'm excited to see how they're going to do all the different shows. What you don't... Well, you might know this because you're obviously here. You keep in touch with us. You stay in touch with our social media on nerd.nostalgia on Instagram. But they have so much... So many different projects coming out, guys. I'll go through them real quick. So on August 5th, we're going to get Star Wars Lego Summer Vacation. August 31st, as I mentioned, we're getting Andor. The Bad Batch Season 2 is coming out September 28th. We're getting something called Tales of the Jedi in fall of 2022. Star Wars Hunters 2022. The Mandalorian is coming back, baby. We're getting that in February of 23. After that, in the spring of 2023, we get Young Jedi Adventures. In spring 2023, we're getting Visions. Ahsoka's coming out 2023. Jedi Survivors coming out 2023. Skeleton Crew 2023. And then Star Wars, the Taika Waititi Project in late 2023. So that's a lot of properties, guys. That's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 14 properties in the next two years. That's a lot. That's a lot to digest. And so I know some people were worried about fatigue setting in, but I, I, I don't get that. I love anything fiction, fantasy, whatever it is. The more you throw at me, bring it, bring it. I just hope the quality doesn't go down because that does tend to happen sometimes. So a lot of stuff coming up. If you want to go see them, go to our page, nerd.nostalgia, and check it out. You can see that, uh, that we have a lot of things on the pipeline, Star Wars based. So we shall see how it goes. And then shifting gears into the uh, DC realm, we had a couple big announcements. Number one, we had a Harley Quinn show has been announced to come back in late summer of 22. So they didn't give an actual date of when it's going to come out, but we can expect it sometime between now and the end of summer. So right around the corner. And before that, we also have a Black Adam trailer that debuted, and it was freaking dope. We saw so many things. I actually want to do a breakdown episode on this because we had Dr. Fate, we had Hawkman, we had Adam Smasher, we had Black Adam, of course, in there. We had Cyclone, so all these different characters that I want to talk about and give you some insight before that comes out. And I'm excited for this movie because Dwayne is a big movie star with a lot of influence in Hollywood at the moment, one of the most highly paid actors out there, but he is committed, and this is almost verbatim, to Black Adam, but also to the DC universe, he said. So I think he really wants to build on it, and I think you know he, he can have enough movement to get there. I think if he teams up with Zack Snyder a bit, I think we got something. They can create a crisis on infinite Earths, uh, an infinite crisis, a death metal situation. I think... Um, I think you can pull in all the properties. I've been preaching about it. I think you could do it. Um, we have, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan's Val Zod movie. You could still pull that in. You could still do Calvin Ellis. 
uh, you know, the black Superman and just bring all these guys in with Henry Cavill. So I don't know. I think they got it. And even though Etra Miller's a piece of shit, the Flash movie is still testing really well. So I'm curious how DC is going to handle that. Personally, I think they're handling it in the right manner. They won't do any more work with him post the Flash movie. I think you let the media kind of die down a little bit, and then you reiterate, after this movie, we're going to go with a, in another direction. And it's super easy to kill him off, like I said. Have his character on screen, have Barry Allen on screen. Obviously, it's not going to be Etra. It can be a stunt double. Have him running around, do the Infinite Crisis event, have him die, and then boom, Wally West takes over. Bada bing, bada boom. It's a easy. You don't pay him, done, 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 done. Because, man, what a POS. But I digress. Switching over. A lot of digression this morning. We're only about halfway through here, so I'm going to have to end up rapid-firing these things out to you guys, okay? So I apologize for the sudden flooding of news. So we had a casting announcement and two big names joining the Old Guard 2. We have Uma Thurman and Henry Golding have both joined the Old Guard 2. The roles are still unknown and a mystery, but one can probably predict that Uma Thurman is going to end up being the other old guard person uh, that uh, that got into a fight with Charlie Theron's and that was is going to be mentally unstable because they were underwater for hundreds of years or whatever the case. Continuing on, we had our first look at The Spot, the villain for Into the Spider-Verse 2, which is going to be voiced by Jason Schwartzman. Uh, this is a Sony Studios picture. A very big announcement, Justin Lin was hired to direct the action, the live-action One Punch Man movie. No casting, nothing else has been talked about, but it's really interesting. I did a whole thing on this, the episode before this. I highly suggest you go check that out, just because uh, One Punch Man, I think, is going to be a big hit. And I think it has the potential to switch up the superhero genre and actually start introducing the anime world into mainstream. I think uh, different IPs, such as video games and manga anime are going to be the uh, the next bout of things right now it's superhero before then it was zombies before that westerns blah 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 all that kind of stuff speaking of video games dragon age absolution uh, is debuting on netflix in december 2022 that's going to be an animation based off of the popular dragon age game by bioware and i believe bioware had a big hand in that Tom Hardy did post a picture confirming that Venom 3 script is done. Not going to lie to you, kind of worried about that because he was also the same one that wrote it with Kelly Marshall for Venom 2, so I don't I, I don't have high hopes for it. Then we had uh, some tragic news. We had a legendary artist in the comic book world uh, pass away, uh, Tim Sale. May he rest in peace. He was only 66 years old. Uh, the Long Halloween was one of the big things that he had a big hand in, and so uh, very sad to see those things. And then finally, on some very big killer news here, uh, just because I'm a big fan, we have a Game of Thrones sequel, the first of many. They, they had talked about these things, but uh, Jon Snow is getting a sequel, and it's in development at HBO Max, and Kit Harington is actually set to reprise his role there. So I'm guessing it's going to be about his time beyond the wall, 
also skeptical about this because obviously the last season was absolute garbage. And I think one of the reasons, number one, it was rushed. But number two, it was because of the fact that they just didn't have source material to base it off of. So I think they may run into that issue as well. So we'll see how big of a hand uh, George has in this. Also need him to finish the next book. It's been a decade now. Um, he says he's close to finishing, but he's been saying that for the past two, three years now, and it's like, hey, during quarantine, what were you doing, pal? Like, you should have just finished the entire story. It was two years of nothing, you know? But I digress. <laughs> A lot of digression this morning, as I mentioned. But that's going to be it, guys. Um, 16 minutes, keeping it under 20 minutes for you guys. I love these quick episodes. I love bringing these quick episodes to you guys. As always, if you're new around here, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Please head over to Spotify. Drop that five-star. If you've already given us a five-star on Apple and you have Spotify or your girlfriend does or your boyfriend does or your mom, dad, uncle, coworker, please take their phone, drop the five-star, help us grow this audience. We love bringing this stuff to you guys. But that's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, remember, stay nerdy, my friends. That's a terrible catchphrase. <laughs>